everybody and welcome back to another episode of Energetics and Alchemy. My name is Kira and thank you for tuning in today, whether you're a new listener or someone who has listened to other episodes. (laughs) Um, I appreciate you being here and choosing to listen to this today, so thank you very much. Hope everyone's been having a really nice day or night or whatever time it is when you're listening to this. I feel like I say that a lot. It's becoming like my signature little line. (laughs) Um, It is Monday afternoon here. So beginning of the week, it is really warm in Brisbane at the moment. Um, It definitely feels like it's like basically summer now. Winter went away really, really quickly. So (laughs) It's nice to have the warm weather back, Um, but yeah, a little bit concerned for how hot it's going to be in actual summer, just given how hot it is already. But in saying that, I made my first juice of the warm weather season this year, (laughs) Um, or juice smoothie. I guess it's a smoothie. I don't actually have a juicer, so I just like blend it up in like a Nutribullet. So yeah, look, technically it's a smoothie, but I feel like it's like more juicy I don't know I think of smoothies as like having like milk or yogurt or something in them and then I think of juices just being like water and fruit and vegetables and whatever you put in there so yeah kind of like juice smoothie combo this one doesn't have like yogurt or milk or anything in it it's just water um pineapple apple and spinach and kale so it's like a green juice smoothie kind of deal but it's actually really yummy I saw it on um I think it was TikTok that I first saw it on but it seems to be kind of like a trending um recipe I guess (laughs) but yeah it's really nice it's very sweet so yeah good way to get your greens in So before we dive into today's episode, I do just want to mention as well that I've only recorded with my new microphone maybe like two or three times now And we're still trying to, I guess, nail the, like, audio quality. (laughs) I actually keep getting in trouble with my partner. Not in trouble, but, you know, um, because he wants to, like, EQ it. I don't really know what that means. But he wants to EQ it before I upload it, um, like, the episodes, so that he can make sure they, like, sound the best that they can. But I keep recording episodes and then just, like, immediately uploading them (laughs) as soon as I've recorded. So... Yes, I am recording this episode in advance so that he has time to EQ it and then hopefully the audio quality is like tip-top shape because, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's too bad at the moment, but um, yeah, I don't know, maybe it could be better. I haven't really listened back on the episodes, to be honest. <laughs> but as long as you can hear me and you can hear what I'm saying, I guess that's all that really matters at the end of the day, but I um, obviously want it to be as good a quality as I can get it for everyone. So yes, without further ado, we will dive into today's topic. So what I want to talk about today is something that I know I personally have struggled with over the years, so I'm sure that other people have encountered it as well. I'm sure I'm not the only one, and it's probably a pretty common thing, so... Yeah, hopefully you get some useful information out of this episode or it helps to like reframe or shift perspectives a little bit. But our topic for today is essentially around the idea of needing to be perfect just because you're into spirituality or you're on like a personal growth, personal development journey. So 
So when we're doing quote unquote the work, so like connecting with spirituality, personal development, mindset work, you know, personal growth, all of that good stuff. This journey does not mean we need to be perfect or in like enlightened spiritual being mode, for lack of a better term, all of the time. Being on a journey of self-discovery and self-growth and manifestation and, you know, calling in your desires does not mean we are immune to being imperfect. And I think it's really important to talk about this because, as I mentioned just before, I know this is something I've experienced and struggled with at times, so I'm sure other people have felt the same. And yeah, I just feel like it's an important topic to address because it can be very, I don't know, it can put a lot of pressure on a person to feel like they need to be living up to like this idealistic image all of the time. So I'm sure I'm not alone in feeling this, especially with social media and comparisonitis and all of that stuff. I feel like this can kind of just add to that because we're consuming all of this content from people who appear to be, you know, perfect people. As we all know, social media is a highlights reel, as they say, and people only really show the best parts of themselves on there. Although I feel like in recent times we have seen, obviously, a shift into people being a lot more authentic and a lot more genuine and, you know, sharing those parts of themselves that maybe a few years ago we wouldn't have wanted to share on social media. So I do love that there's been a shift into that kind of energy, that very authentic, transparent energy. But that's not to say that there aren't still people that we follow on social media that, you know, look like they're living this perfect life and that they're a perfect person and that they're always doing good and that kind of stuff. And I think, especially in the spiritual community, when we're seeing people on social media who are on their own, you know, spiritual journeys, personal development journeys, and are posting a lot of content that's rooted in like love and light and, you know, living a perfect life and romanticizing life and being that girl. And I feel like that's a very trendy one at the moment as well, like being that girl, just that kind of energy. And in saying that, there's absolutely nothing wrong with posting that kind of content, like definitely not trying to shame or look down on anyone that posts that kind of stuff. Like obviously that kind of stuff is amazing and it's inspirational and it really motivates us to go out and be like, hell yeah, like I want to be that girl too. But it can also be really hard not to be comparing ourselves to that like 24-7 And as a result, when we're having moments where we've, you know, veered off track a little or we've slipped up or we've done something we're not super proud of or we're just having like a shit week (laughs) and aren't our best selves, it can be really easy to have this mindset of like, this isn't how I'm meant to be acting. This isn't how X, Y, Z people would act. When in reality, everyone has moments where they slip up or trip up or make mistakes in life or where they're just, again, having a shitty week. When we start on this journey of doing the work and getting in touch with our spiritual side and really trying to like self-actualize, we start to hold ourselves to really high standards. And don't get me wrong, holding ourselves to high standards is of course important, but when we're in that mindset of wanting to grow and wanting to be better and wanting to be the best version of ourselves... I think it can be really easy to slip into beating ourselves up when we're not aligning with that best version of ourselves, with that vision that we're holding for ourselves. When we're holding ourselves to this really high standard, it's easy to be harsh on ourselves when we're not living up to what we think we should be or we're not behaving in the way that we think we should be. 
And this could be anything from like just feeling a bit down in the dumps, like feeling a bit low vibe, not feeling that high vibe energy. Or it could be when we react to things, like when we get reactive and we might snap at someone or we might say something that we didn't mean or we might just be, you know, having a moment where we're feeling really frustrated and it just pushes us to act in a way that we don't like to think of ourselves ever acting in. So it can be easy to be like, wow, that wasn't very spiritual growth, best version of myself of me, and to really take that to heart. And when we do this, when we start to question ourselves and our integrity and our morals and whether we're, you know, quote unquote, spiritually enlightened enough or whether we're doing enough work, we can then start questioning our worthiness and deservingness when it comes to manifestation and when it comes to wanting the things that we want. We start to think like, wow, like, am I actually a good enough person to be deserving of the things that I'm setting out to get. Like I want all of these things and look at how I'm acting. And when those feelings of unworthiness or undeservingness start to come up, they are detrimental to us calling in what we want in our lives because to call in what we want, we need to be in alignment with that thing and we need to be feeling worthy and deserving of it. And when we start to feel like we're not worthy or deserving, we're not in alignment with that thing. Just because we're doing the work and we're on a spiritual journey and we're trying to better ourselves does not mean we need to be perfect or on all of the time. You can be working on yourself and also have days where you disappoint yourself. You can be working on yourself and still have days where you act out of anger or frustration or guilt or sadness. You can be working on yourself and still have days where you don't even want to get out of bed. Having days like these does not mean you aren't spiritual enough or you're not doing enough work or you haven't grown enough. Because the thing is that this is a journey and there's always more to know and more to work on and more ways to grow and things we could be bettering all of the time. And to me, that's one of the biggest like joys in life or adventures in life is growing as a person and getting to better myself and trying to get the most out of life that I can through doing this. And given that it is a journey, it can't just be some magical overnight transformation. Like we can't wake up tomorrow and just be an entirely new, perfect version of ourselves who never makes mistakes and never slips up. That's just not how it works. We're human. It's a journey. And along that journey of learning and observing and growing and developing new patterns and behaviors and rewiring our subconscious... There will be mistakes, there will be slip-ups, there will be bad days, and we need to be able to show ourselves compassion and forgiveness in these moments. And to remind ourselves that even like the most perfect person you know on social media, like someone who looks like they would just never have a bad day, even those people have days like that as well. Like everyone has days where they're just not in the best vibe. It happens. And that's one of the really beautiful things about being somebody who is putting in that work into, you know, growing as a person. Instead of having a bad moment or a bad day or a bad week or acting in a way we don't like and just shrugging it off and not thinking anything of it, when we are awake to the ways in which our inner world affect our outer world and how much control we actually have over our lives and how we show up, and when we want to be working on ourselves for the better and acknowledging our patterns and the areas of ourselves and our lives that need work, we can start to take these moments that aren't ideal and really observe and reflect and learn from them. We can use it as an opportunity for introspection. 
we can bring our awareness to how we've acted or how we've responded and be gentle with ourselves. Let's say, for example, you've had a not great day, you've gotten home and you've gotten really annoyed and frustrated at your partner and you've started arguing with them and you've said something that you're not proud of. Maybe you've said something out of frustration and it just wasn't a great thing to say. Like, you know, you know better than that, but you, in that moment, just it happened. When we take the opportunity to reflect and check in with ourselves, it can be as simple as being like, okay, I'm really not proud of how I just acted. I don't think that's in alignment with the kind of person I really want to be and I'm working towards being. So where did that come from? What led to me responding in the way that I did? How was I feeling in the moment and how am I feeling after the fact, after it's happened? How could I handle the situation differently in the future if it were to come up again? And what can I do to amend the situation right now in the present? What can I do to make things better? And there's obviously no right or wrong answers to those kind of questions. It's just a matter of really checking in with yourself. And it's really about getting to know ourselves too. So maybe you're someone who really just needs to take space and time for yourself when you're frustrated. Maybe that's a solution moving forward. Maybe you can acknowledge that in a similar situation in the future, the best thing you could do for yourself and for your partner is to take some time and space before entering that conversation with them. Or maybe you're someone who knows you can be quite reactive when you're frustrated. So maybe you enter into that conversation, but you know once it starts getting heated that you need to just take a minute and step away from it. The more we know ourselves the more we can honour what we really need as individuals and really support ourselves in our journeys of growth and introspection instead of shaming ourselves and feeling guilt and beating ourselves up. Having moments we're not proud of does not jeopardise our entire growth journey or who we are as people. We are human. No one is born onto this earth perfect. Everybody makes mistakes or finds themselves in situations that may trigger something within them. And these are what we learn and grow from. These are literally just opportunities for learning and growth. And I just want to touch on as well, like outside of making mistakes or responding in ways we don't like or any of that kind of stuff, this whole principle, I guess, also applies to days where you might just want to sit on the couch, eat junk food and watch Netflix. (laughs) There have been plenty of times I've been feeling that sort of way and I'll slip into thinking that... I'm not doing enough or that what I'm doing isn't aligned with like the spiritual personal growth side of me. And I've definitely felt guilty for doing it before. And it comes back to that comparisonitis as well. Like there's certain people that I follow on Instagram and I really look up to in that community of like personal development, spiritual, um, spirituality. And I've literally had times where I've been like, oh my God, like, XYZ person would never be doing this like that's why they're where they're at in life because they would never just sit on the couch and watch Netflix and eat junk food but at the end of the day I don't know for sure that they're not doing that my perspective on their life and what they do is literally just coming from what they post on social media or what I've seen of them online it's easy for me to think that they don't do that based on what they post on social media And to then feel that pressure to also not be doing that kind of stuff. When in reality, I'm certain they do have days when they do stuff like that. Um, Maybe not exactly that, but similar. I don't know. Everyone obviously has their own like downtime things. 
But again, the point is that we're human and sometimes we do just need to lay on the couch and eat takeaway and watch trashy TV every now and then. And again, this doesn't make you any less than when it comes to doing the growth work. And this brings us back to really getting familiar with ourselves and really knowing ourselves as well. Because another point to that is that if this is something you're you know, doing constantly and you know it's not serving you and you know it's not something you need, but something you're just doing out of like procrastination or something similar. So maybe you're sitting on the couch a lot just watching Netflix because you're procrastinating. That's when we can start to address it and look for opportunities to shift that pattern and to shift that behavior when we know that it's not serving us and it's not actually what we want to be doing. There are absolutely times as well where I definitely do feel like just cozying up on the couch, but I know that that's not actually serving me in that moment. I know that I'm not doing that because it's something I need and it's going to help me in that moment. I know that I'm doing it because I'm just putting off getting to what I actually should be doing. So it's about knowing yourself. Like if you genuinely know that it's just a moment where that's really what you need and you need that comfort, there's no shame at all in that. So please, if you take anything away from this episode, let it be to please be gentle with yourself, be kind to yourself, allow yourself moments of not being perfect. And when you have these moments, don't guilt or shame or beat yourself up. Don't compare yourself to people online who are on similar journeys. If there's a learning opportunity there in that moment, take it. And if there's an opportunity for reflection, take it. But you don't need to be perfect all of the time, every hour of the day. Nobody is, even the most spiritually enlightened of people are not perfect. <laughs> so please remember this and be kind to yourselves. That is all I have for you guys today. Thank you again so much for listening. I really, really appreciate it. You can find me on Instagram at Energetics and Alchemy. If you haven't already, I would love, love, love if you could subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you listen to it on. Um, I'm an Apple podcast user, so I don't actually know whether it's subscribe on like Spotify and stuff, but subscribe, follow, whatever the option your platform gives you is. Leave a rate and review if you've been enjoying the podcast and I will talk to you guys all next time. Bye.